Welcome to another episode of the Commitment Issues Podcast. <laughs> Welcome to the EDM Podcast. Rob snickering one second into the podcast. Well, I was, I was expecting the M-Deuce beats, and I got Tiesto. You know? <laughs> that was an M-Deuce beat. A spoiler alert. Oh, man. Is he going to EDM on us now? Uh, no, I think the... the, the it's not EDM sounding. I don't know. Why. It definitely didn't sound like a typical M Deuce hip hop beat. I think the beat hadn't kicked in yet. You know, his he usually has a run up, and then the beat ah, starts the about fifteen yeah. seconds. Uh, so anyway, welcome in, uh, Robs. Also, didn't didn't mute his microphone and had to snicker during the intro. That's another great episode. Hey, our second episode of the week. How about that, Rob? Yeah, we've really come alive here. You know, it's. <laughs> It's consistency season. All right, let's uh, let's see. We are now headed into week eleven. Is that right? It's kind of just kind of depressing, isn't it? Yeah, it's I mean, the playoff rankings are out. It's 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 getting close to crunch time. Do you want? Do we want to talk about the playoff rankings? Do we care, or should we talk about it as we go along? Yeah, we can talk about it as we go along. Um, all right, so week eleven is upon us. And I, like I said, I'm getting depressed because you and I were just talking about how pretty soon we're going to be in random cities where it's cold and we're doing all sorts of things we don't want to do all over it's the country. It's raining so. on me in Los Angeles when everybody's telling me it's warm all the time, but it's 55 degrees every time I'm there. Oh, I can't wait to go to LA. How sunny California. Oh, it's raining like it does every single time we go every year. And it could make sense if you're like, hey, guys, you visit the same weekend in March every year. No, sometimes it's February. Sometimes it's May. It doesn't matter. I think it's, it's, the, it's the deep state. Los Angeles is a is a fraudulent warm weather city projected by QAnon and the deep state. <laughs> all right. So let's jump into the picks. The number one team in – oh, wait. No, excuse me. Last week. Rob, you went 8-4-1 and one last week. Did you know that? I did not, but I, I had a feeling I was doing pretty well because I bet a lot of my picks, and I did pretty well on that front. So you're now uh, 81-72-3. I went 6-6-1. Six, six uh, so once again, <laughs> Mr. Consistency, 75-78-3. So you've opened up a six-game lead on me, and we're running out of time. That's a pretty big lead. Yeah, yeah. So, well, uh, I do. I'm telling you, there's one week every year where I seem to go over, and it has not happened yet. So we'll see. Well, I do that every week in, uh, in my other picks outside the top 25. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, all right, Maryland traveling to uh, the Ohio State University. Uh, Ohio State is a 43 and a half point favorite. <laughs> Seems a little yeah, high, doesn't t- it? Yeah, I'm taking the, the Turtles here, and here's why. They have some decent players. Uh, I think McFarland is healthy and playing. I think that num- Ohio State is number one. They're not going to play with the Clemson gusto where they're trying to score a thousand points. I, c- I mean, this is with that spread, it's really a pick six away from a cover, and I think that. You know, Ohio State isn't a perfect team. I'm taking I'm taking the the Turpins here. I mean, it's that's a big number. Yeah, I'm going to take them too. I heard some rumors. Uh, you heard it from your old pal Woody first that Justin Fields may be nursing a little bit of a, a back injury. Oh, so uh, keep that in mind. I think they're going to want to. I don't think he's going to miss the game, but I think if they get a lead, they're going to want to get him out of there uh, and keep him healthy. So just uh, put that in the back of your mind, and we'll see uh, if it comes to fruition. One of the biggest games of the weekend, uh, Penn State traveling to Minnesota. You thought I was going to say LSU-Alabama. You were wrong. 
Penn State, the number four team in the country. Get out of here. What a, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Woody I, starts complaining about rankings now. Yeah, I, I don't know. You know, the, I, what's the number on that one? Six and a half is a yeah, Penn State. Give me the Rob Cassidy lock of the millennium of the week is Penn State. Minnesota is fraudulent. Like they are a good team, don't get me wrong, but I think the uh I think the boat's about to spring a leak. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Rob. I'm rowing the boat. Let's go, oh, Minnesota. Geez. The atmosphere and whatever the name of their stadium <laughs> is stadium. I'm sure it's named after a bank. Oh, TCF Bank Stadium. I knew it was a bank. You know, it is a very famous venue. That's right. It's brand new. Remember, they built it a few years ago because when the roof caved in for the Vikings, they had to play there for a couple seasons. Like, you know, uh, Minnesota sports fans are legit because I get my news from Mighty Ducks where Pee Wee hockey games are selling out giant stadiums. (laughs) So, you know, they're, they're thirsty for they're thirsty for action. All right. Uh, yeah, I'm going to take Minnesota. Now, next next up, we're doing this in chronological order, by the way. That's how we try to do the games uh, every week. So uh, you can just run right through and make the picks uh, in that order. Vanderbilt traveling to Florida. Uh, the Gators, a 26-point favorite, coming off a little bit of a letdown, uh, the loss after uh, the, the, the Georgia game. I'm still taking the Gators plus 26 at home. Minus 26. Vanderbilt is – uh, yeah, minus 26. Sorry, I'm all over the place. Uh, but I just think Vanderbilt's one of the worst teams there is. So Yeah, they're bad. I'm, I'll ride with the Gators. I, even though I don't think that maybe our boy Trask is getting a little bit too much credit, uh, I just can't see Vanderbilt scoring more than 14 points in this game. Yeah, there's no way. And and the over-under is 49. It may be 42-3 to three or something. I could see one of those games coming. Keyshawn Vaughn, by the way, still having a really good season for Vanderbilt. Just in obscurity. I feel bad for him because he's really one of the best running backs in the country. And I wouldn't be surprised to see him go pretty high in the draft, you know, maybe even as high as the late first round when, when that comes around. Uh, the other undefeated team, which for some reason is ranked 12th, despite a win over Iowa State on its resume, uh, Baylor traveling to TCU. Baylor, a two and a half point favorite. TCU's having some issues. Uh, quarterback. Yeah, Alex is- Dalton just jetted, right? He just pieced out. I saw he transferred. So Alex Dalton left. Justin Rogers left. And I believe Max Duggan is dealing with some injuries. I'm not yeah, sure. He's Baylor's going. getting disrespected week in and out, aren't they? <laughs> oh, yeah. Believe me. I once again, despite Iowa State being five and three, heard. You know, it's still up in the air for the, the Big 12 title game. Could be could be Iowa State. It's got a better chance to be Kansas State than Iowa State. Uh, hey, listen, I'm just telling you what I hear. Brock Purdy. Well, it's going to we'll be Oklahoma and Baylor and uh, whatever. I, I Don't get me started. So this isn't the Rob Cassidy hates Iowa State podcast. But I just – people became obsessed with them and – under Paul Rhodes for some reason, and it just hasn't ever really gone away. They really want Iowa State to happen, and I get it. Everybody likes an underdog story, but uh, it's really weird. I love it. I love how much you hate it, and I'm going to keep bringing it up. Um, well, what's it going to be? You pick yeah, Baylor? Yeah, give me the Bears. It is a fishy line, so keep keep in mind it's a little fishy, but uh, this is an alleged rivalry, as you said a couple weeks ago. Yeah, all of a sudden they just started calling it a rivalry. Is that what? Did we miss something? Oh, you know, when, when these two teams get together at Amon G. Carter Stadium. They're out there having books and get ready for a brawl. 
Yeah, consider yourself horned, as uh, Nick Kruger and I once learned when we were in Fort Worth. By the way, Fort Worth. Hey, listen, Studio 80 is calling us, Rob. Like, I lived in Dallas for a while. I don't think I ever went to Fort Worth. I, I wish we were closer friends when you lived in Dallas because we would have been at Studio 80 every weekend um, when you were coming to give us rides and wearing the wrong coat. <laughs> yeah, I know. Picking everybody up from the airport. <laughs> All right. Next up, ECU traveling to play SMU. Uh, do you know SMU Stadium? Uh, is it named after George Bush? It's a president, but it's not him. Uh, I don't know that. Gerald J. Ford Stadium. Oh, how about that? Uh, SMU a 21 and a half point favorite. I am taking the Pirates. I watched them. They almost beat Cincinnati last week. They looked really good. Uh, Holton Naylor's the quarterback. Looks like he's finally got it together. And I think SMU going to have a little bit of a hangover. I think they still win, but uh, 21 and a half is a lot. SMU's not really beating anybody by that. So give me the old Pirates. You and I have had very different ECU experiences. I can't remember who I watched them play early in the year, but they just looked like crap. So I don't know. And ever since I watched that game, it's been stuck in my mind. So give me the ponies. Yeah. You know, this quarterback their schedule and see which game it was. It might've been UCF or have they played UCF yet? I don't know. They're all in five in the conference. It yeah, they was, lost. Oh, it was, it was, uh, it was temple. Uh, and no, it was NC state. Excuse me. It was NC state. <laughs> we didn't wish they failed to score a touchdown. Yeah, well, they should have won last week. They blew it against uh, Cincinnati. I was rooting hard for them in that game because uh, I did have the season over on them at four and a half wins. And if they, if they lose this one, then they'd have to uh, win their last two to, to make that happen. Uh, LSU and Alabama, the big game of the week. LSU number two, Alabama number three. I personally think LSU should be number one, as I stated prior. Um, but, you know, evidently uh, the Big Ten is the best conference there is per the college football playoff. Um, the uh, the Tigers are six and a half point underdogs on the road. I have to pick them, don't I? Considering how much I've been talking them up. Yeah, I'm taking them too. Oh, you want you're taking them too. Yep. Uh, do we think? I don't think two have- all the way healthy, even though they say practice full go yesterday. I think people like I think the Tua injury has taken the spotlight away from the fact that Alabama's got some holes on defense as well and some injuries there. Uh, but the storyline's Tua, so nobody's really discussing. The you know Dylan Moses they lost before the season they've lost other guys uh, throughout the year these aren't insignificant pieces I don't think and LSU's proven to be a capable offense uh, Joe Burrow is I believe the best quarterback in the country right now outside of Trevor Lawrence and I'm gonna yeah I'm taking LSU I think if there's the one thing I'm watching is is uh, LSU's offensive line I don't think is great going against uh, Alabama's defensive line Alabama still has. A couple guys on that defensive line that are going to be, you know, high oh, draft. Yeah, they still have good players. I'm not saying that. Well, no, but I'm saying I think Alabama's defense is not very good. They haven't played anybody, but I also think LSU's got a few uh, weak spots uh, on defense. So, and they lost Michael Divinity this week. So I don't know. I, I, I I'm really wary about this game. Did we game. Even figure out what happened there? With divinity, no, no one does reporting anymore. It's just people just re- people just say, "Ah, oh, he's not in the team anymore." We're not going to address rumors. Okay, well, th- that's fine. Just don't d- don't do any work. Then we'll just move on. But the only thing that's tricky in college athletics is that if it's like a drug thing, they can't, you know, because it's you know it's they won't let you do that. It's a what are the what do they call it, a FIPA violation or whatever HIPAA HIPAA. Well, guess what? 
I'm hungry, hungry hippo for some news. <laughs> Here's some reporting. No, and I'm not insinuating that it was a drug thing because I don't think it was, but I'm saying those kind of things do hold you back. Well, I even texted people off the record and was like, hey, what happened with Divinity? And people were like, uh, he's got a daughter. So I was like, what does that mean? But he didn't just have a daughter yesterday. That was the only answer I got is he has a daughter. So well, my I man, guess. Avante Williams, he's got two kids. He's in high school and he comes home and he eats pizza and watches Married with Children or whatever it is boomers do. <laughs> okay. So let's set the record straight on Avante. He is, he has one daughter who I met, uh, at the game and is, and another one on the way. So he will have two. <laughs> Before he, he ever gets to college. Has one I just now. love, uh, so Avante, we need to clarify, is committed to Oregon. He's one of our favorite recruits. He's from Deland, Florida. He's a real interesting, funny kid. But when you talk to him, you got to remember he's 17. And he's like, you know, you can like, he like relates to you on an adult level. He's like, oh man, you know, the kids are wearing me out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's definitely like a 45 year old, 17 year old. It's very funny. Uh, but his daughter, super cute. I mean, Absolutely. You, can, you can imagine. So uh, this, this one, I don't know. I get, it looks like I will be going to a housewarming party in the middle of this. And I'm so mad about it. And the host is an alleged Alabama fan who, <laughs> Which I told you the whole full backstory. Well, if they up turn here. it into like a game watching party, I think that's fine. Here's what's going to happen. I'm going to have to sit on the couch and I have to listen to somebody who doesn't know anything about football tell me what's going on over and over again. That's what's going to happen. Not, And I'm not talking about the host. I'm talking about some other guest at the party. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be like, oh, yeah, you know, that that Joe Burrow guy, they just found him. He was like, you know mowing the lawn at someone's house and now he's their quarterback the it's worst like, thing that you can do is ever tell them what you do for a living you just have to sit no. there and take it you cannot under any circumstances let it come out that you know anything about the football game <laughs> you just or else it's over you have to leave that that's it i've been in that situation it's not good so the particular person who's having this party uh the alabama fan uh, and her husband is a georgia fan so they both know the, the gig they're the jig one time it was the, the before she got married, I think she was single at the time and she was living with a female roommate and the roommate was like obsessed with football recruiting. What? I know. <laughs> we need to have this person on the podcast. We're talking like a seemingly well-adjusted mid-20s female who was just asking me questions, peppering me with questions about <laughs> football recruits right and she's sitting there talking and then her like boyfriend shows up and he got like real he got like real defensive you know like something like like i was hitting on her and i was like well, <laughs> you know the one like, thing she looks for in a mate is knows a lot about football recruits <laughs> like, listen i don't i don't want to be having this conversation as much as you don't want me to be having <laughs> please get me out of it right no but he was like he was like you know, give me a classic Southern man evil eye. And I'm like, dude, it's not that serious, you know? So, um, anyway, so, naming specific high school players? Yeah, she's like, tell me what you think. <laughs> she, she, I tell you, she knew at least as much as like um, anybody who works at Rivals. I mean, now, I think she was an Alabama fan. I'm trying to remember because she might have been asking about specific Alabama players. I, I, whatever team she was a fan of. I wonder she if she's was, one of these people in my mentions cussing at me. <laughs> no, she, she had she like was self-aware at how ridiculous she was about it. She was like, 
I got to stop reading this stuff, you know? <laughs> like, you know, when I was yeah, watching that ESPN 150 show that I was on without knowing, uh, check it out. If you guys haven't seen the recruiting episode of the ESPN 150 series, you'll hear and see my voice, uh, my name, uh, not my face. I was watching it and there was some guy who was like some famous singer. And he's like, I, he's like, I go on Oklahoma message boards and I just read like four or five times a week about high school kids. I, I don't know what's wrong with me. I know who the singer you're referring to is because they talk about him being on. They have the Oklahoma set has a couple of notable. Well, like your boy used to follow you from uh, Modern Family. Yeah, always- yeah, he still does. Uh, Eric Stone Street. He's one of those guys. I don't know if he's like a fake. I don't. I don't know how much. I was in an elevator with him once and kind of turned my opinion on him. But he <laughs> seems like a nice enough guy. Yeah, I know you hate him. Also. <laughs> I was trying not to say that, but. Eh. Classic wrinkle. Uh, okay, what is the name of the stadium where Texas plays? That's our next game. Oh, it's uh, it's Royal. It's like D- DK Royal Stadium or something. Yes, Royal Texas Memorial Stadium. Your alma mater, Kansas State, the number sixteen team in the country. By the way, talk about the worst possible ranking. Boy, you know, juggernauts like Kansas State. You know, these little pucky teams like Texas can jump up and get one every once in a while. <laughs> you got to guard against that. You know, it's, you can't have a letdown game against a team that you could overlook. Um, what's the spread? Texas is a seven point favorite against the number 16 team in the country. <laughs> uh, I'm taking the cats, man. Texas has not looked good recently. K-State's offense is kind of a, a, a surprise for them. That's been good. It doesn't seem like it really matters who the running back is. Although they suffered a pretty, they suffered an injury in the secondary this week. I can't remember the kid's name. I'm still – Texas just looks bad, and they look rattled, and they look like they might be pretty close to shutting it down. I'm taking K-State. Uh, I'm taking Texas just so people can tweet at me and tell – but I got heckled last week by some of our listeners for saying that Puka was going to have a good game. <laughs> look, uh, well, this, is, this is a K-State podcast. Right. I don't care that much, Kansas State fans. Believe me. Uh, I did didn't not have one. a good game. Right, and I didn't watch one second of it, and I forgot. I forgot it was even happening. <laughs> despite uh, it, you're the number it, sixteen team in the car. The night is really man. Right, they're within striking distance of the playoff, uh, so I'm gonna have to pay attention now. Uh, I'll also be at the housewarming party uh, for that one, so I probably missed most of it. I'm sure once they'll again. have it. I'm sure they'll have it on the TV. Yeah, uh, Wake Forest traveling to Virginia Tech. Uh, Wake a two point favorite on the road, please. There's free money. Woody's free money pick of the week. Give me old Wake. Yeah, I like I like Wake too. Um, Virginia Tech has looked improved. Doesn't it seem like they always look awful at the beginning of the year and the next thing you know they've won the Coastal or whatever? Well, I was ready to fire Fuente. They are 5-3, and three, which is not great, but I thought for sure I was like – Yeah, I mean it looks like they were headed to like four-win season from there. And this seems to always happen where they look bad and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, Virginia Tech won the Coastal somehow. And it could happen again. That game, do you know the stadium in Blacksburg? I've covered a game there, and I don't know it. No, uh, what is it? Lane Stadium. That's the easy one. You should have known that one. No, um, no, I know. I went to the game. I covered the ACC championship game where it was Virginia Tech against somebody. I remember when Phil Former accidentally got punched in the face by one of his yeah, players? I sure do. I was at that game and it was one of the best moments of my life. I was like laughing hysterically <laughs> in the press box. And of course, everyone just giving me like the dirtiest looks ever. Uh, I'm like, how do you not think this is funny? Like, 
Uh, I guess an old man getting hit in the face. Is no, it, it, it's funny. Uh, UConn traveling to Cincinnati. Cincinnati, a 35-point favorite. All right, Rob. So I've got – I'm taking Cincinnati at uh, minus 35. I think that's almost like free money. What do you think? Yeah, I can't say UConn's the worst team in the country and then and then pick them to win. So I'm I'm on the Cincinnati train. I've been on the Cincinnati train, though. I like the defense. Yeah, I think they bounced back. They had a really bad game last week, and this is a, definitely a, a good get-right game. Uh, all right, so Rob, we're both taking Cincinnati, minus 35. Yeah, I can't possibly go against them. There's, I just after I was slandering UConn like I just did. <laughs> all right, next up, Iowa traveling to Wisconsin. Two teams that are somehow ranked number 18 and 13. There should just be a top five and nobody else should be in the polls. <laughs> be a great <laughs> solution. Be a great solution for me. Wisconsin is a nine and a half point favorite. There's no chance. This game is going to be like two to nothing. Whoever wins. No, I, Wisconsin, we forget, had, looked really good to start the year. Then they got blown out by Ohio State. They lost to Illinois, which I still don't really know how that happened. Um, I think they'll cover. You're taking him. Not yeah, taking, other... the, taking the Badgers. You're, what do you think the score is going to be? Ten to zero. <laughs> <laughs> is this a noon game? Uh, no, it's a ugh, four p.m. Uh, that's good because there's nothing worse than the the ten to zero hangover game at noon. <laughs> it's just terrible. I just think Purdue is involved in it, and it's like you know, I'm kind of like thinking about throwing up. <laughs> like anyway, not because of Purdue. I get sleepy just looking at this uh, game on paper. The over under in this game is 38.5. So I think it's 21. I think it's 21, 10. All right, there you go. So uh, Missouri traveling to Georgia, Georgia, 16 and a half point favorite Missouri uh, puzzling yeah. team. They've just been like Jekyll and Hyde. Kelly Bryant is hurt. Might not play. Give me the uh, dogs. I'm taking, yeah, I'm taking the old Bulldogs uh, minus 16 and a half. Although there could be, you know, my, I bet it's close early. I mean, it's not like Georgia's really blown a whole lot of teams out. Uh, not that, that anybody would tell you that uh, when they discuss them because nobody actually watches games. But <laughs> that's a whole other <laughs> rant. Those are, those are on Woody and Nick's text message uh, podcast, which is me complaining about other podcast hosts not watching games ever. Um <laughs> Clemson traveling to NC State. Clemson a 32.5 point favorite on the road. That's a huge number. I think NC State is not good, and I'm going to take Clemson. Even though I'm a little nervous, I wouldn't necessarily maybe bet on that uh, 32.5. Here's the thing. They're going to try to run the score up, right? They they feel like they need to now that they're in the ACC, just in case everybody else wins out. They they have to feel like they have to win by 100, right? Yeah, I think like them being ranked number five is definitely going to stir some – stir some things up and they're definitely gonna be pretty angry i would be up see now here's the now th- that can go both ways though because you can press and then that's how trevor Lawrence becomes a terrible quarterback and throws an interception i know it doesn't how come he's the only one that's bad when he throws an interception by the way joe burrow's thrown an interception well trev's got like eight i think only burrow only has like one or two right yeah, I don't know, but it's you know it's no. When he throws one, it was headline news the first time he did it. No, no. When he throw, well, like I said, Dan Orlovsky wanted to puke when he threw a touchdown. He's like, "Great, congratulations, good job. That's a terrible throw." It's like, all right, <laughs> Dan, let's just settle her down, okay? Yeah, Trev had. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take Clemson. So you. Trev has 20 touchdowns, eight interceptions right now. So and he's completing 66 percent of his passes. So, um. Wow, he's going yeah. to the XFL. Maybe those XFL rumors will be true because he wanted to salvage his career. Um, 
Uh, Notre Dame traveling to Duke, you know, the weirdest scheduled game of the week. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Notre Dame is it? By the way, this is even on NBC. It's on ACC Network. What is the name of Duke Stadium? Wallace Wade Stadium. So congratulations to Wallace for donating that cash because it all worked out. Um, Notre Dame is an eight-point favorite. I guess give me Notre Dame. I mean, they don't have a whole lot to play for now, though, and this is it. Duke. Yeah, I'm looking up Wallace Wade right now, and he he was a coach. Oh, okay. He, he, he coached basketball and baseball. Back Man. when coaches were coaches, unlike now where it's load management. Listen to this. Our boy coached Vanderbilt basketball, Vanderbilt baseball, Alabama baseball, Duke football, Alabama football, <laughs> Vanderbilt football. He was the head coach of all these places. And then he was the AD at Alabama. Wow, and he got the stadium named after him at, at Duke. Yeah, I mean, he's yeah, he coached the Vanderbilt basketball team for two years. And then the Vandy baseball team, the Alabama baseball team, and then Duke, Alabama, and Vandy, and then something called the Fitzgerald School as well in football. Uh, what a host. Well, I mean, he's a legend, so does that mean you're taking Duke? Yeah, now I am. <laughs> Give me the Blue Devils. <laughs> Give me Wallace Wade. Uh, next up, uh, oh boy, upset alert. <laughs> Oklahoma hosting none other than 5-3 and three Iowa State. <laughs> Uh, Oklahoma, 14 and a half point favorite. Speak, speaking of legendary quarterbacks, Brock Purdy coming into town. Oh, page not found. He's got 15 touchdowns. How many INTs do we think our boy Brock has? Five? I don't know. I watched him throw three. I think he's got seven picks and 15 interceptions. All I hear is how great they are. Um, we're both taking Oklahoma because we're spiteful against Iowa State. <laughs> it's not Iowa State's fault. It's th- this narrative that everybody just decided about five years ago and has continued to try to press in different levels ever since. So, yeah, it's the, the the issue is we have Iowa State. We have no issue with you. We love you. Rob especially loves whatever them going to the Big 12 basketball tournament, right? <laughs> yeah, in Kansas, Kansas City. The entire town of Ames shows but, up. And they take over the, <laughs> the entire city. The issue we have is some reason college football media just gloms on to teams and loves them no matter what. And Iowa State is one of those teams uh, that they love. So I wouldn't be surprised, honestly, taking taking the Iowa State narrative hate out of it. Iowa State could score a lot of points against Oklahoma. I mean, it's not like Oklahoma's looked, you know, great as of late. So. Now they're going to want to bounce back from losing to the number sixteen Wildcats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, hey, that's that's a quality loss when you lose to number sixteen team coming in the country and you're number nine. They're basically hold on. They don't, were they off last week? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I'll take. All right. Uh, next up, uh, last but actually last step, Wyoming. This is a tough game for Rob. Wyoming traveling to Boise State. Wyoming a fourteen point underdog. Hmm. Boy, I watched Wyoming play on the Gun Network or whatever they play on. I'm dead serious. Like they play on, they played Nevada on like Gun Television. That's it, that's what it's called. It's called like Trigger TV or something. I went to the website to try to get a stream because I bet the game, and the the front page of the television station's website was a yes or no poll. Should we abolish the the, the ATF? Yeah. <laughs> So I don't know why Mountain West games are on the gun network, but they are. 
Uh, I hope this one's on there too. I'll take Wyoming though. I thought they looked pretty good. They can really run the ball. Uh, and Boise State has not been particularly good against stopping that. I could see Wyoming having a big day on the ground and winning this game. Yeah, I'm going to take Wyoming too. This game is on ESPN, so sorry, Gun TV. Uh, oh, listen, bad. I love that college football can be on whatever channel. I mean, there, sometimes I'll find myself watching like Conference USA games on Facebook. So uh, I'll gladly watch TV. I'll watch it wherever, as long as it's not on. I, I could actually probably get the gun network i can't get acc network so <laughs> i'm trying to figure out what it's called it's not called maybe it is called gun network but it, it's definitely like a firearms network. <laughs> let me see mountain west games on gun tv let's see what that <laughs> it didn't give me a gun uh all i got was fresno state would like to continue their hot shooting <laughs> And uh, it, it is definitely on some kind of you 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 uh okay. you for a second. I'll find out what network Gun TV All is. All right. So uh, moving on to the topics this week, uh, we talked a little bit about the rankings. I don't think I can even. You know, I know I complain about the rankings a lot, but I can't really get too worked up about it because the teams all play each other. And my theory always is: listen, once you lose a game, that's it. You forfeit your right to complain. So if you get passed by another team that also lost a game. It's out of your hands. It's like you're, you're leaving you're leaving the game in the hands of the refs and, uh, in this case, the playoff committee. I did find it odd. This is the first time we've had an AD whose team is, like, involved as being, like, the – Yeah, he's, like, yeah, he's like uh, the chair. Right, the he? Oregon AD is, like, the chair of the committee, which last year wasn't a big deal. But before it was, like – who was it before? It was the Arkansas guy and – KU's guy, Kansas AD was on there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was Jeff Long, and then it was – I forget who the other guy was. But anyway, Greg – no, not Greg Byrne. That was the SEC uh, commissioner. But anyway, it's, it is odd to have the guy who comes and talks be like, hey, why is Oregon ranked behind Georgia? You know, And he has to be like, uh, I don't know. I wasn't in the room. <laughs> yeah. Um, I love it how they act like the other people don't have any biases, you know? <laughs> it's like – I know. Please, they're like, oh well, Ronnie Lott. You know, he if they talk about USC, he won't be in there. It's like, well, yeah, but don't you think he's probably going to, you know, favor Oregon a little bit because he's a Pac-12 guy and so on and so forth. But whatever, it's all made up anyway. So uh, I can't find the Gun Network. I know it exists. I, I'll have to look at it later, but I will find it. Yeah, based on some of the based on some of the uh, text messages you get from Rob on weekends, who knows if this network actually exists (laughs) it definitely exists Uh, i had to pull up a stream of it so one thing we want to talk about uh, jay hardy who is a uh, rivals 250 defensive lineman from the chattanooga area he committed on wednesday morning so first of all first of all he tweets out hey i'm committing on wednesday at 11 15 a.m in my gym right the next thing you know, the announcement's at 8 a.m. And he's <laughs> he still has the tweet pinned saying it's at 8 a.m. So uh, give you a little peek behind the curtain. We always know where these kids are going 99.9% of the time so we can do the prep work ahead of time. So Hardy has been silently committed or had been to Tennessee since pretty much, I think, like June. It was kind of like he took some visits. He took an official to Georgia Tech. He visited Auburn. And there was some little rumblings. Hey, he's taking visits. Okay, whatever. But I just said kind of like, you kind of just check out mentally when you're like, all right, well, this kid's going to Tennessee. It's just a matter of when. Well, 
So much so he was going to Tennessee that our Tennessee site had actually uh, filmed a commitment video with him where he <laughs> says he's going to Tennessee, right? So they were confident. Mm-hmm. So the kid has this announcement at 8 a.m. in Chattanooga. By the way, nobody lives in Chad. Anybody who is interested in covering this announcement does not live in Chattanooga other than like the local newspaper and TV. So I was like, look, look, if we got the video ready, we got the story ready. We got a graphic. We, we have pictures. I have pictures of him on my phone. I think I sent them to you of like decked out in Tennessee clothes. right? Yeah. Yeah. He was ready to go. Like this was done. Right. So I was like, I'm not going because I would have had to get up at like five in the morning to get there on time. Um, so I was like, yeah, I'm not going to that. Forget it. Uh, we, we got it. We got it all taken care of. <laughs> well, lo and behold, our boy Jay <laughs> commits to Auburn because uh, he vi- actually visited Auburn last weekend. I guess they changed his mind last minute. There was a lot of talk that he was telling Tennessee over the weekend that he was still coming. But I talked to another recruit uh via instagram and i said hey what's i said i was like can you can you believe what happened with hardy and he's like oh yeah he told me last week i was shocked so so that was like wait i was like wait he told you last week he's like yeah he told me so he told this kid before he ever went on the visit that he was going to auburn (laughs) you know good for this kid you know like it's so rare that these guys keep a secret because they don't realize that if they tell the coaches they're coming there the coaches tell everybody that'll listen Yes. And that I saw Lackford on Twitter the other day, who's the former host of this podcast, talking about why, you know, why does this never happen in basketball? And I'm like, it's because the basketball players are smart enough to know not to tell the coaches. Right. Exactly. Boy, former host, you just fired Lackford. Uh, when was the last time he was on? Like four days ago. <laughs> when yeah. we did the- <laughs> That's true. Sorry, Lackford. <laughs> Poor Dave. Oh man! Hey, we're we are very close to having our technical issues solved. Uh, We've got to get Dave on the new graphic when we get one, at least. Well, don't please don't get me started on the new graphic. This this is a discussion. By the way, if we're we're workshopping new graphics. Uh, speaking of uh, weekend replies from Rob, who just approved the first design that came through, and then asked when the conference call was. <laughs> It was that an was email. a rough weekend. Man. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> we got some designs this past weekend. I say we're wanting, wouldn't you say? Yeah, did you like those? No, I didn't like those. Okay, <laughs> I didn't respond. Yeah, uh, I told I, I sent back some feedback about. Uh, so if you have an idea of what our logo should look like, they want to change. I, why do we need to change it? Because it says Kruger's name on it. No, it doesn't. It says Rob Cassie, Woody Womack, and Friends. Oh, well. Yeah, exactly. So anyway. Uh, so Hardy, this is the second one in a row. We had Eric Gilbert do it to us, go to LSU, and then we had Hardy do this. And of course, like the kid's just getting killed by Tennessee fans. Which, by the way, in case you guys forget, like he I didn't... saw somebody post, "You've got to question his character after doing this." Well, they wanted yeah. so the school he goes to is like a like a pretty strict like military type school, or that's like they have boarding school. I mean, sorry, I don't think it's a military school. I think it's like an all boys boarding school though. But uh, anyway, they have an honor code and this people were saying that he should be disciplined because he lied. And that's against the honor. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. I'm like, guys, he's a, first of all, he's a kid. They lie. Every time they talk, they lie. Only, you know, it's like that Peter Griffin. Uh, <laughs> did you watch family guy, Rob? All kids do is lie and play Fortnite. Right. He's like, where he says, everything I say is a lie, except that. 
and that and that and that and he keeps repeating himself over and over again that's kind of what it's like yeah lie play fortnite and uh and slide in the DM. Yeah, lie play fortnite and say no cap say no cap and i got you by the way did you did you see the did you get to watch the tom rinaldi i got you no game i saw it, special though. by the way for those listening if a recruit tells you that they've got you on something, they don't have you. Right no, no, no. They don't got you. They'll always tell us, hey, man, I need you to call me right after you visit. Oh, I got you, sir. No, that means no. Nah, you're never talking to them again. I probably. respect that. I wouldn't want to call me either. So anyway, good big shout to Jay. But what my point was, do we not think he's not going to take visits? We still have like two months until – well, we have about a month and a half until the first signing day. I mean – the kid will probably be at Tennessee like next week, don't you think? Yeah, of course. Right, because that's how this works. Let's not forget how this works, people. These guys are going to change every year. We do this every year, and, and but we're about three weeks away from everything blowing up and all the reporting we've done for the last two years going out the window in about a week. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. I mean, it's going to happen. So everyone freaking out. It doesn't matter. Jay Hardy will be taking visits again three weeks from now and saying he's going to make a final decision and he'll have an announcement to announce that he's still committed. And it'll be between Tennessee, Bob Stoops' Florida State Seminoles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. And then he'll maybe change his mind. I mean, it happens all that happens every year. So let's not act like this is the first kid who was supposed to go to one school and then went to another one because – it happens all the time. It happened with Tennessee last year with two or three of their guys. So let's everyone calm down. Uh, speaking of Bob Stoops, uh, future Florida State head coach, uh, <laughs> boy, we got lectured this week. We got plenty of lecturing going around on media Twitter about who to believe. Be careful with your retweets, Rob. Be careful yeah, I, saw, I saw people were getting chastised for what they were retweeting. Don't retweet certain people. It's like hey, nobody guys, will even say what the certain person is. You know, it's just like you know who it is. No, no I don't. No, Matt, I don't even know what you're talking about. What is the rumor? So, if a if a AD comes out, if an athletic director comes out and says, "Oh yeah, this guy's a candidate for the job," and then someone reports, "Hey, Bob Stoops is a candidate for a job because the AD just said so," they're not. <laughs> that that's reporting. You know, it's nice of you to sit on Twitter and chastise people about who to retweet and who not. Go do some reporting. How about you break some news? So what is the better job, though, Florida State or the Dallas Renegades? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, the, the way the Oak, by the way, I got a bone to pick. Now I'm rolling. The Oklahoma media acting like, you know, their dad was leaving their mom. The discussion that Stoops could possibly be a candidate. It makes no sense. Yeah, it does. Florida State's a good job. And he, when they want to give him $10 million, what do you mean it doesn't make sense? Now, he you want to know what doesn't make any sense? If you go back in the archives of the Commitment Issues podcast, the year before Bob Stoops retired, he was on the show and I asked him if he'd ever thought about the end of the road. And he said no. <laughs> Less than a year later, he's like, no, nah, I'm out. Right. Exactly. I mean, what, what are we talking about here? So uh, I don't know. It's for, for me, it's like. Everything's going to be fine. Bob Stoops isn't taking the job. He said he's not, so we can move on. But to chastise other people for doing reporting while you're just waiting to retweet someone on Twitter, let's 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 cool it with that. So 
I will be interested though to see what happens with. Are Mark's... they going to get a yeah a Stoops? Is what I was. Yeah, say. will it be Mark Stoops? How about Mike? He's still floating around out there. I'm sure he's screaming at somebody somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, does that reputation follow him? People, he was on the Snyder staff with Bob, and people in Manhattan have got you know absolutely epic stories of him losing his mind, and because you can hear him from the press box because it's so close to the coach's box, they, you know they can quote him. I would like to, you know, I have a reputation for screaming at people in traffic, including, by the way, I lost it today on somebody. Uh, the person, the people's faces when they look over and you're screaming and they can't really hear you, but they can tell you're yelling. <laughs> I mean, people, people have horrible reactions. Um, but I'm sure there's people, I'm sure he screamed at waiters and waitresses. <laughs> like, <laughs> I would love to, I'd love to do some uh, investigation. I remember when he was the coach at Arizona and he would just be on the sidelines like, Looked like his head was going to explode. <laughs> yeah, he was up in the coaching box at K-State. And one of the guys that's been on the beat for a while named Scott Fritchen uh, would always tell stories about the things that you used to be able to just hear from the press box. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so anyway, he's I think he's an analyst at Alabama, by the way, because they flipped Drew Sanders and he made a little cheap shot on Twitter, which, uh, of course, you know, I love uh, when, when coaches who – don't even like Twitter, go on Twitter and take shots at other coaches who also don't like Twitter. So that was a good one. But there, there doesn't appear to be a clear candidate and it appears now they're taking it slow. Is that, is that where we're gathering? Is that, is there any chance they just promote Haggins? No, there's zero chance that happens. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> he, listen, he, he's, a, he's a great coach, but the problem is, you know, at, at his position and he's actually a pretty good recruiter, but you know, the evidence of a number of defensive linemen they have playing in the NFL I think they want to like clean house. Now I did see some tweets. Did you see the tweets floating around? I lost it. I thought I had it saved about how they were like, we don't want to, we don't want a military coach. We just want to go out and ball. Did you see those? I don't know what that means. Well, it was like, uh, it was basically saying like, boy, here we go. We got we got a, we got a retweet tonight about a D two walk on undrafted no mini camp. I'm gonna have to look wow. at this one. Um, anyway, th- th- basically it just means nothing. It means they want to go go ball out and uh, not be coached. Just go out there and play like it's seven on seven. This is the chance that, that they can do the Rob Cassidy Woody Womack fantasy of everybody wants to talk about dogs until your coach is an actual dog on a chain. <laughs> Just let him paw at the playbook. Yeah, that. Well, did you see this video of this dog that can talk? <laughs> no, I must have missed that. One. Okay, so the dog has got like so some speech speech pathologist has trained her dog. She's got like this big board, and the dog paws a thing, and it speaks. And the dog knows like thirty words. So if the dog wants to go for a walk, it goes over to the thing and touches the thing, and it says walk, walk. And oh, it knows wow. which ones to talk or which ones to push. It knows like how to say, uh, trust me, Google it. If you haven't read it, it's, an, it's a fascinating story. These are the things I read when I'm not talking about football. But uh, anyway, I don't think anybody knows what's, what's going to happen. It's, pre- it's pretty clear. I think they did. It's, it's obvious they made a run at Stoops though, didn't they? Yeah, and he probably played declined because you know, he's happy being the head coach of the storied Dallas Renegades. Boy, Can you name the Dallas Renegades Stadium? Uh, <laughs> they're playing the Cotton Bowl, right? That's got to be my guess. I would assume they're playing the Cotton Bowl. I doubt they're renting out Jerry's World. Although, 
I've seen news about who the announcing teams are. I saw that on my Twitter feed. It was like Steve Levy out as number one announcer for ESPN's XFL. I'm like, who's clicking on this story? (laughs) Who wants to know the XFL announcing pairings? And I was thinking our boy Tom Luganville is going to be a sideline reporter. You know, are they paying those guys extra money? Because it's like, look, my job is to like work all football season. Now I got to go in the spring and I got to go work the sidelines of the Dallas Renegades game. Yeah. That sounds horrible. Um, so sorry, Tom, I guess we won't see you out at some of the events cause you'll be working. <laughs> you'll be out at the sidelines watching a bunch of guys who couldn't make NFL rosters, uh, play in a league that'll fold in a year and a half. So, uh, let's get into some, I had some tweets of the week. Where did they go? Did I get rid Did I close them? There was an interesting tweet that came from former uh, friend of the show, Jason Brown, the coach uh, famously of last chance. You, did you see this? Yeah. Him saying they were, Florida State was too scared to hire him. Yeah. yeah I'd be scared so, to hire a coach that went three and 10 in Juco or whatever. So some parody account tweeted breaking sources confirmed Florida State is in talks with former independence community college head coach, Jason Brown about becoming the next head coach at FSU. Uh, and then he retweeted it, the real coach JB, and said, they are too scared to hire someone like me. Uh, FSU football would be loaded overnight and everyone would be mad. They go after million-dollar guys who underperform and can't relate with today's kids. Someday they may understand guys like me or who they need. Hashtag scared money don't make money. Well, the good news is they both they do have in common that both of them recruited Malik Henry for no reason. <laughs> so that's good, right? Uh, so they share some, they can click there. I actually would hire him as like a recruiting director type person. Like, and he's too we know he's a cannon. There's no way. You cannot give him a, you cannot give him an F. He will do something stupid. Well, we know he's a good recruiter though. He is, but... It's only a matter of time until some like scandal happens and your whole school is canceled. Yeah, I guess you'd have to take. But what if you're like Rutgers? You know, yeah. Rutgers has been canceled like ten times already, and they're still <laughs> for various reasons. They hired a coach, who, didn't they hire a coach who didn't have a degree? Or he lied on his resume or something? I, yeah, I yeah. Yeah, remember then there was the AD. They're always having problems up there. Because I remember I met some guy on a flight. (laughs) Here we go, another story. Who was a Rutgers booster, right? Oh, imagine pouring your money, hard-earned money that you work for into Rutgers. So he starts talking to me, wants to know about about recruiting, wants to know, you know. And then he proceeds to find me and he emails me like once a month. Still, he'll be like, hey, Woody. You saw we we fired our coach finally. Now I hope we get a big name here. Turn the program around. Hope all is well. That's, well. That coach was one of the ones that was really good about getting his kids into our camp so he could come watch. Ash, he was always there. Oh, was he? Yeah, he was always at the New Jersey camp. Oh, at New Jersey, yeah. Because I, I never went to. The, I never go to that one. Um, but maybe I know. Maybe not. I don't want to go to New Jersey. <laughs> I worry, although it's always you know, a my pretty cousin- good camp. Like it's it's funny because it's like white dudes on steroids punching each other after the reps <laughs> it's, and they're all wearing chains. It's like as stereotypical New Jersey as you, you can possibly get. Well, my, you know, my, uh, my cousin Louis Falco is the sheriff of Rockland County, New York. So maybe I could go visit him. That's right. 
right in that area, right? Right across the old state line. Is that true? Yeah, that's usually a Rob Friedman Farrell joint, but I'm sure you'd be welcome to join. Uh, and I definitely have to go up there for a bar mitzvah or a, a bot mitzvah in, uh, in May. So hey, maybe nobody can time it out, Rob. All right. That was tweet of the week from, our, from uh, Coach Brown. Rancid recommendations. You got anything this week, Rob? Um, did we already talk about Wu-Tang and American Saga? Yeah, you talked about it. That's the Showtime show. Yeah, it's over now. The first season's over. Uh, they're, now they're getting into the stuff that like I know about. Um, we're getting into like the formation of the group. Uh, I think that's pretty much it. I haven't really been watching. I've been watching a lot of uh, football and stupid college basketball. So Nick Nick recommended The Devil Next Door on Netflix, which is this do, uh, true crime docu, or docu-series, whatever they call it, about uh, this story in the 80s about some like alleged uh, Nazi like living in Cleveland and nobody knew he was a Nazi until all of a sudden the government showed up. He was like a regular dude who lived in the neighborhood for like 40 years. Hold on, what year is this? In the 80s. I don't know. Interesting. Like 1986, I think. So uh, I started watching it, but then I stopped because I needed to actually pay attention to it. And I was trying to do something else at the same time. But Nick says it's very good. Of course, uh, I've been we really We never pushed- talked about Diablo either, by the way. What about Diablo? I figured we should talk about it on the show, shouldn't we? What about it? I don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> Isn't that Just- the Breaking Bad movie name? Oh, El Camino? Yeah, El Camino, excuse me. <laughs> I was like, are you just want to talk about the devil? I guess it's yeah, like... Yeah, I mean, can do that. <laughs> devil worshipping podcast. <laughs> I don't know why I got that confused. Uh, well, I didn't want to talk. I didn't talk about it because everybody... It seemed like most people had your reaction. Uh, most people were like, oh, it was cool. What did, What was the point, you know? Yeah. But but guess what? What's the point? <laughs> as, as Rob Cassidy will often say when he's feeling down, what's the point of life? You know, I mean, what's, what's the point of any TV show? One thing with it, though, is it was like clearly a, an episode of Breaking Bad that they stretched out into a full length movie. It was like if you wanted to sum it up to somebody, it's like the plot is guy runs from cops and nothing else happens. Right. But I mean, there are several episodes of Breaking Bad and Better. Do you watch Better Call Saul? Or but no? Those are like an hour long, right? This, this was like a 90 minute ordeal. Yeah, I liked it. I thought it was good. So it was I fine. Know. I mean, I wasn't upset that i watched it i just thought there would be more to it yeah most people share your opinion i think i think having just watched breaking bad especially some of the early ones i because i watched the whole show and the lead up to the movie i mean like you said it was kind of just like two two it was basically two episodes um but whatever i mean what are we you know what are we doing i i was happy to have breaking bad back in my life that's how i feel about sequels if i want to spend time with the people i'm happy um I do. Oh, I wanted. To, I've been pushing BoJack Horseman. The new season's out. Which I would like to watch from the clips that you've shared with me. It looks like it's up my alley, and I usually don't like. Yeah, you hate cartoons. Shows. Yeah, that's the problem. Um, and then I've Rick and Morty comes back on Sunday, which is another uh, good one. But I think BoJack is more up your alley, especially Bo, how much BoJack hates his mom. It's perfect for <laughs> my perfect show. The episode where he's at his mom's funeral giving the eulogy. I mean, I might just use it word for word, uh, you know, goff a bit when my mother uh, dies. So I need to clarify that it's only you that hates your mother. I love my mother. Yeah, exactly. I'm, Rob, I'm a good Italian boy. Yeah, exactly. I'm not. Um, <laughs> so oh, last thing, I got a quick rant. Now, Rob, you're not on Facebook anymore. You haven't been for years. Yep. But this new trend on Facebook is just posting missing people. Now, this... <laughs> This is almost like Nick's kidney. 
situation. <laughs> a great episode of this show. Yeah, all-time classic. Here's the thing. I understand. Like, I've been known. Like, if I, someone I know goes missing, I will share the thing, obviously. I have a bigger platform than 90% of the people I know. How often you know? does that happen to you? It's happened to me once, I guess. Well, here's the thing. Evidently, in Oregon, it's just missing people palooza. My sister is posting like 10 a week. And I'm like, how many? there's not even enough people in Oregon for this many people to go missing all the time. <laughs> And you don't hear like they always find that's the thing. It's not like people are getting, you know, there's a there's a, a high profile case with the, the Auburn student went missing. And, and, you know, it's sad. And it's depressing. And it happens in Atlanta all the time where people go missing and they don't come back. These are people who like go hunting and they're gone for like 18 hours. And the next thing I know, my entire Facebook feed is like, where is this guy? I'm like, this redneck <laughs> drove his truck out into the woods. He doesn't have cell signal. He'll be fine. <laughs> And yeah, sure enough, he's fine. To get lost, right? I get like you know. Listen, I once got lost when I was a kid. I was three, and and we lived on this humongous Christmas tree farm. And I walked off with the dogs to go get. Uh, I went to go check the apples. I remember vividly. We had this really good apple tree. <laughs> went to go check that. I was gone for probably nine hours because I was three, and I walked like four miles. <laughs> Turned out to be when I got home, needless, there's a reason I remember it. You don't have many memories from when you were three, right, Rob? Uh, I don't think I remember anything from right. Well, you would remember the beating I got. (laughs) (laughs) You you would remember the belt coming out. It was not fun. So, uh, you know, I would have been missing. There would have been Facebook posts. There would have been people looking for me. I wonder if I would have got the annoyed, the Amber alert. Yeah, I don't know, but I got I have to have a talk with my sister that I can't deal with any more of these things. I understand. I want to help find people if they're really missing. But it's almost like a boy who cried wolf situation where you don't even look at them. I wish that we had a producer still so we could plug in Kruger's you got to give me more if you're expecting me to give you my kidney <laughs> right there. It would be great. I I need to go I need to go back and find that one because that uh I don't know. That was a, that was truly one of the best rants we ever had, and Nick still gets kidney content from me and Lackford and anyone else who sees somebody. Because you'll see a car, especially here in Atlanta, it'll be a car. Oh, here like, too. Yeah, need kidney. Call this number. <laughs> yeah, I heard you're looking for a kidney. <laughs> Nick wanting people didn't he want them to look like they were happier? No, he wanted them to. To do more than just print it on a shirt, like I think he wanted like sales pitch, yeah, 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 production value. Uh, Well, Nick sent me a resume uh, as he was applying for a job today, and I can tell you, Nick's all about the production value, so that doesn't surprise me. Um, Does he have a selfie or a picture of himself on there? uh, No, he didn't. But it was uh, he was applying for a job at a certain company, and he themed the resume to what that company was, which I thought was interesting. So uh, anyway. Nick, by the way, Nick listens to a lot of podcasts and doesn't listen to his his own friends on this show. Well, I don't listen to our podcast either, and I'm on it, so I can't really. Well, yeah, but I, you know what we talked about. He doesn't know. I told him to listen to one a couple of weeks ago. If we, sometimes I'll tell people, like, hey, we had a good episode of the podcast this week. Have we this, gotten any reviews lately, speaking of? Well, we're up to 110 ratings, but no one's left us a review since the guy said we were two losers or whatever. So... People are hitting the little five-star rating, but they're not typing in a review. Oh, speaking of which, I got a recommendation. Hold on. Friend of the show, my own cousin, Jennifer Ashley Tepper. Uh, Let me make sure. A 
Be more chill fame. That's yeah. right. Uh, she has a new podcast. I doubt there's a whole lot of crossover, but if you are a friend of this show and you want to do us a solid, uh, her podcast is called The Untold Stories of Broadway. If you could go leave Cousin Jen a podcast, she only has one five-star review. I'm going to give her another one right now. To- and can you please sign all of them off with something like really non-Broadway, like World Tide or something? Yeah, please go. <laughs> this is, listen, if we have anyone who still listens to this show, The Untold Stories of Broadway, go on iTunes, leave a positive review and make it about college football. And let's get Jen uh, bumped up because she's written, she's on book number four here, Rob. This is not like, you know. And she had a Tony, Tony nominated, right? Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. The show she was working on, uh, her her co-collaborator, Joe Iconis, called The Future of Broadway by Lin-Manuel Miranda was totally Big, big, uh, uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda, big NBA Jam fan. Did you know that? Not. I plan on meeting him in the future through Jen, and I want to talk to him. I want to talk to him about it. That's going to be my opening with Lynn Manuel. So, I'll put that under your hat. So that that's it for us. Okay, we we feel like we talked about a lot of stuff. Uh, the, you'll be shocked to realize that the technology messed up. Hopefully, uh, I get it fixed. But uh, that's it. We'll be back. Uh, we are going to do. Oh, you know, you know, what we need to talk about hmm. coaching code words. <laughs> how do you want to do that on the next show yeah so on our next show at the beginning of the show we're going to do a little bit of an explanation because i realized in roasting rob by playing his uh old take on willie taggart is that every single coaching hire that's happened since we've been doing this podcast we've said it's good well we haven't said it's great i mean it's differing levels of this could work it might not work right but it's hard for us to come on here and really say this was a terrible hire you know because of our jobs. Uh, so we are going to come up with a code word where we say this word, if we say this phrase, you will know, we think it's actually not a good hire. Uh, and if they're Kansas state fans that listen to the podcast, they'll be familiar with it because there is a segment of Kansas state fans from a message board that, uh, called goemod.com that kind of coined the term. So we're just going to use silent or solid long-term hire, right? Right. That's the term. Um, we're going <laughs> to introduce it again next week, just so people can remember, because probably people shut this off long ago, so it's just me and you talking now. But uh, yeah, we are gonna we are gonna introduce that phrase, so you know when we go back two or three years from now, if someone gets fired, we can't just make fun of each other and say, "Hey, you said this was a good hire," because every <laughs> it's just gonna be every single one. I can't wait. We got you because I feel like we did pros and cons of some of them. Like I remember when Chad Morris got hired, it was this is why it could work. This is why it might not work. I think we wrote articles that said that. I don't know if we talked about that on the podcast. But either way, when Chad Morris gets fired, we're going to have Nick on because I believe Nick Nick was the one who said how great of a hire it was. So we're going to do, I'm going to ambush Nick with the old takes exposed. Uh, that's why I'm just I'm just that guy now. Fred, <laughs> Fred. Yeah, just, just don't start sliding people's Twitter DMs. Yeah, I'm going to start replying to any girl who tweets about sports. <laughs> All right, we're going to end this now. All right, M Deuce. Let's listen to the whole beat this time, Rob. Okay, don't just... Wait, once he brings the drums in, and I wasn't saying I didn't like it. It was just a different style. Don't start laughing right when it starts. All right. Uh, M. Deuce, play us out. <laughs>